I think we have lost a lot of perspective. We've lost connection with other people. Um, and we've all changed. I think we've intrinsically changed, not just how we interact with the world, but how we interact with ourselves. Hello, everyone. Welcome to Radically Loved Radio. I wanted to create a place where people can go to to get inspired, get motivated, or find some clarity and get tools to create a radically loved life. I will do my best to provide information on a variety of subjects, including yoga, holistic health, life coaching, spirituality, meditation, and overall mindful living. Each episode will bring you some of the world's best spiritual leaders, entrepreneurs, yoga teachers, coaches, along with some of my closest friends, and we will talk about their life experiences and journeys to create something more out of their lives and how they continue to grow to make that happen. Thanks for listening. (laughs) Welcome back to Radically Loved. Uh, We are still doing uh, not in-person interviews for the time being. I have a very special guest today. Uh, Kuchina Aurora was founded in New York by owner and CEO Don Aurora Hunt. Having a long-standing love for cooking, a passion for good food, and joy for gathering friends around the dinner table, Don, the Kitchen Witch, one of our dearly beloved friends and supporters of this podcast who's been on. Um, Her purpose is to bring families and friends together around simple, naturally delicious, and good-for-you foods. We are here. Welcome. Hi. Hi. Hello. Welcome. Hello again, friend. Yes. We were laughing just now because if any of you out there have recorded any zoom <laughs> record classes meetings there's a very abrasive voice that comes over the speakers to let you know that you are being recorded yeah and no one likes to be no, no one likes to be surprised about being recorded you know like you really you want that heads up for yeah, sure do you, but do you think that they did that because to alert people, let people know, because can you imagine how many on the, on the sly people have been recorded via zoom? I, you know, I think it it might be like a safety thing. Yeah. I mean, I wouldn't, people could be getting recorded and you don't, you don't know about it. Like that's kind of like your worst nightmare, right? Do you, yeah. Do you have in, in the state, you're in Massachusetts, right? New Hampshire, New Hampshire. Yeah. Do you, do you guys have a, single what is it like two party consent or a one party consent recording do you know i have no idea so, i should know that right yeah but no, i don't states, i don't know different states have a different law in the state of california i believe i could be totally wrong you guys let me know if i am but i believe it's just one party consent so meaning i we could be having a conversation and i can have my phone record the conversation which really sucks i think in a I'm like going like, in a court of law. In like in a court of law. Of law. I, don't I don't know that that is um, admissible. Yeah, I don't know. Why are we talking? Because we watch a lot of cop dramas and we've been stuck in our homes. We've been stuck in our homes for a year and a half watching cop dramas. So my, my husband and I are always like, oh, let's watch something different. And then we'll just switch to a different cop drama, a different procedural, right? <laughs> She's cracking up, oh, right? Yeah. Like, okay, I love... I love procedurals, but I I don't like the ones that are like too realistic. So I watch things like, I don't know if you watch um, on Netflix, there's a show called Lucifer and it's basically like the devil is solving crimes and it's 
based off of a graphic novel and yes. it's it's awesome it's really it's funny but it's but at the core it's still a procedural and we'll be like you know what that show's a little too murdery for us let's yeah. switch over to something else and we'll watch another show that is again murder just murdery with different yeah. people you yeah. know so that's yeah. why we're talking about law like yeah you know like, what's interesting legal this stuff. is yeah uh, Tori and I we love a good crime drama we're watching City on a Hill right now oh isn't that the one about Bacon. Boston Yes. It's Kevin Bacon and Aldous yes. Hodge, who That's I love. That's probably why I said Massachusetts right now, because we were just watching it. And I, right. yeah, I love both of them together are so incredible. Right. And yeah, that's so funny. Okay, back to back here. Back to what are, what are we, where are we? What's back going on? Thank you so much for having me back. We had such a fun time yeah, the did. first time. And like, we didn't really... Like we just sort of like getting to know each other. We didn't really yeah. get into any like real topic topics. Yes. Um, but you are amazing. And oh, and same. I'm same like I crush on you like so hard. Like on your Instagram page, I'm like, gosh, she's so beautiful. Oh, oh my is. God. It's the truth. It's the truth. Seriously. And I I'm it's because of you, Rosie, that I took the leap and started my own podcast because you were like this podcast goddess and you're like, you should do this. And I listened to whatever you said and I did it. And I've, it's just a baby podcast right now, but like you can't possibly understand the impact that you have on people's lives. And I just feel like you need to know that whether it is people that are following you on Instagram, following your, your, uh, podcast, you you really can't understand the impact that you have on people's lives with your openness and your kindness. And I am just beyond grateful for that. And like, just that you would have me back. Oh, I like so sweet. literally makes me all Mormon squishy in my heart. So okay. I can't thank, thank you, you enough. so much. You're the best. And I will sit in my discomfort for a little <laughs> while longer and I will ask you a question. <laughs> And changes the topic really quickly. So but this is important. We're going to talk about, <laughs> yeah. we're going to talk about love, self-love and being okay. able to yes. like attract all those things. Like, yeah, it might be uncomfortable, but in my mind, like I look at you and all of your accomplishments, all your successes, all the joy and good you put out into the world. Right. And I am completely blown away by it. And I hope to emulate even just a portion of it. And you need to understand that that is what you put out. So that's what you get back. And it might be uncomfortable for you to sit in, in the adoration that people have for you, but I can't conceptualize that someone as amazing as you has the same <laughs> discomfort with compliments uh, that yeah, someone I like, like it. I, yeah, really? I don't, not that I don't like it. I just, it's very, I just don't, I guess I was just taught at a young age that if you don't take the uh, the celebration or the praise, then you also don't take the criticism, you know? So for me, it's like, oh, you hold it equally because you will have praise and then there will be times where you don't have praise and how are you going to deal with that? And so I do, I will totally admit that there is discomfort because of that little bit of, I just, it's being in the spotlight, having that attention, you know, I, I want to deflect and I, I love to be in the position of the supporter. Like I love 
talking to people that created mm-hmm. a vision like yourself, somebody that created a product, that created a community, that created a, a way to nourish an entire community, not just with food, but with content and different ways that people can connect to their highest self, which is really what, what you do and what you did with your book. So for me, it's a lot easier to go and be in the position that you're in as opposed to feeling that come back to me. So again, let's move on. So we'll go into, onto a different, so here, here's the thing, like, I don't want to deflect because I think it's a really important thing. And I, I have students that I talk to about this all the time and it's, it is important. And I, I, I do at times reflect on where I came from and where I am and, and how amazing that is. But again, it's like, I just, I think the most important thing is to embody that energy that you're trying to attract, right? Mm. So I, I seem to attract people like myself, people like you, people that are uh, uh, more on the humble side of life where you just kind of do what you do and you just keep it moving. So one of the topics that we talked about last time that I really wanted to get into was the topic of attracting love and attracting this type of energy into Mm. your life. And we didn't go as deep into it as I wanted to. And I really would love for us to dive into that topic because the topic of self-love or the topic of attracting love is, is such a huge thing right now after we've gone through the tumultuous experience of a pandemic and people suffering from mental health and people feeling disconnected and desensitized how do we get back to a place where we feel that connection where we can still work on our own confidence i know that there is the belief that you attract what you are and so i'm curious for you where does that start for somebody that has a really hard time believing in in themselves or having that confidence where where can they begin that's just such a great uh, way to launch into this conversation so for those of you who are listening who may not have been around when we had the, our first conversation um, I identify as a kitchen witch so I am a pagan you would call me a witch I practice a, a nature-based spiritual path and uh, my particular niche is kitchen witchery. So it's uh, using food, using ingredients, using recipes to um, kind of glean these spiritual goals. Uh, And and my recent book is all about love and romance. So it's using foods, using aphrodisiac foods for self-love, attracting other people, and also rekindling, right? So let's just make sure that that's where the the perspective is. I'm not a psychologist. I'm not a nutritionist. I'm, you know, everything we talk about is from my own personal uh, experience. Um, and the book reflects that in terms of, you know, here's my spiritual practices, my, um, you know, my emotional stories of my own journey and how I sort of worked through this medium of energy, um, energetic, uh, cooking, spiritual nutrition to glean these, to the, glean these goals. So I think that's the baseline so we can understand where we're coming from. Um, yeah, last time we talked a lot about the loving of the self and it's funny that you bring up, you know, <laughs> now let's get into the attraction part because I think so many of us, myself included, like I don't even feel connected to myself, in the way that I 
thought I did before the pandemic, right? Like I, in, in the, the pandemic fog and everything that we've been through collectively and individually, um, I think we have lost a lot of perspective. We've lost connection with other people um, and we've all changed. I think we've intrinsically changed, not just how we interact with the world, but how we interact with ourselves. I mean, we've literally been locked inside for a year and a half, right? We haven't really been able to socialize in the way that we, the way that we used to. Um, and for me specifically, just over this last year, um, so many of the parts of my identity of who I was or who I thought I was really was about how I connected to the outside world. Now the outside world's taken away and it's like, oh crap, how do I identify? Who am I now without being on the road, without communicating with other people? So I think a lot of us are feeling disconnected with ourselves. I think we're feeling disconnected with maybe there are people now we don't talk to at all anymore, you know, work friends that we used to see. So when it comes to attraction, and I think we have to be very clear about how do we attract new, you know, people into our lives or situations into our lives. I think you hit the nail on the head by talking about we, we are what we attract or we attract what we are, right? If our thoughts become our reality, then our outer world is a direct reflection of our inner world, right? So Rosie, you were saying you tend to attract people who are like you. I remember reading in a book a long time ago, uh, one of the phrases was, you know, if you're, if you're curious about who you are and how, you know, the people that you're attracting and all that, think to yourself, how would it be if everyone in the world were just like me? And if you looked at the world through that lens and you're like, well, everybody that would be jealous or would be insecure or would be angry or would be, you know, um, trying to rush to the front of the line because those are your characteristics, the world would kind of suck. Right. Mm -hmm. But if I was kind and I was understanding and I was compassionate and everybody else was those things as well, what kind of world would we live in? So to attract people of a certain type, you need to be people of a certain type. Do you agree? Yeah, no, I totally agree. 100%. I mean, you've built your life in that way by being, by putting out all of this goodness and attracting all that goodness back to you, you know? Yeah. I mean, yes, I, yes. But, but I think that part of that is finding and discerning what those people are for you. And unfortunately Mm -hmm. for, for me, it's, not been an easy lesson to learn and it's not been so easy to discern how to how to get there I mean the result now is the result from having relationships that were too toxic for me or distancing myself from environments that weren't serving my highest good and and so on I think about people in my life that I know family members that I have that are stuck in this cycle of self-deprecation and not feeling like they're good enough and feeling like the world is against them. Mm. Mm -hmm. And so that to me has always been an interesting place to be because I, I can relate to it. I've been in that space. I've been in that place where I felt like there was no way out. And so 
I think it's a very sensitive thing and topic to discuss when you are in a situation where you feel like there is no out because mm-hmm. you're in this negative cycle. It's almost like you're on this uh, loop, this train loop that is just going in circles and you you don't know how to get off. Yeah. And you're in there and there's, it doesn't matter how many times or how many different ways people can say, jump, just jump off or, it, yeah. you know, can you, can it stop where you just feel like there is no way out? So how do you stop that train so that you can do the work that you need to do in order right. to get into a place where you can then attract that abundance and attract that love? Mm-hmm. into your mm-hmm. life. So, I mean, I have a few remedies that I use. Is there anything that you you use or that you yeah. recommend? Absolutely. And again, from the perspective of um, what I do in terms of uh, spiritual nutrition, right? So really, I think we all have complex relationships with ourselves, but we also have very complex relationships with certain things. There are loaded things, right? Food is a loaded relationship. Sex is a loaded relationship. Money is a loaded relationship. These are things you're not really supposed to love too much or hate too much, or you don't want to admit that you love the thing. You don't want to overindulge. You don't want to underindulge. All of these, these sort of loaded topics. And I think the first step for me is getting clear about that, right? Getting clear about that. Okay. So my relationship with food, my relationship with self, my relationship with body image, my relationship with, um, you know, sexuality, all those things relate to how then I relate to others and who I'm going to attract. So in terms of kind of like getting off that hamster wheel of self-doubt or victimhood, you know, uh, where people are always like, oh, this thing happened to me. Life is awful. I'm a victim. There's no way I can recover from that. Um, you know, dude, we've all been through shit, right? Like we, especially this year, but, you know, individually, we've all had horrible things happen to us. We've all dealt with those things. So what as, as a kitchen, witch, in terms of spiritual nutrition, certain things that I work with, certain foods that I work with specifically, um, when I'm feeling afraid, um, afraid of next steps or things like that, I will work with garlic because garlic is a protective energy food, right? So using the power of intention, using the power of energy to sort of tap into the spiritual nutrition of that garlic and visualizing as I'm chopping garlic and sauteing it in a pan with, with, um, spinach or whatever, I am surrounding myself with protective energy, right? Envisioning myself being, um, in a safe space or my family in a safe space that, you know, we are, we are protected, right? My health is protected. My home is protected. Um, and, and an interesting story relating to that, um, you know, about 10 years ago, my husband and I, I think we might've brought, I brought this up the last time, but we had a house fire and we lost everything and it was very traumatic and very awful. And I remember my husband saying to me or, or me saying to my husband, how could this happen? I do all of this protective energy work with garlic all the time. And he said, well, yeah, uh, we're not dead and we should be. So your protective energy, you know, it worked. And I was like, well, okay, you know, maybe things don't always look the way we want them to look. Those energies, the garlic, 
Oh, sorry. Sorry, guys. <laughs> Little technical difficulty. Oh. Crap. That's what she said. She's so intense. Just continue. She is so intense. She really is. She just really wants you to know what the fuck is up. I know. Right. She's like this meeting is being recorded. So continue. So in in going through the situation with the house fire, it was really, really rough. And you know, I remember saying to my husband, like, how could this possibly happen? I use garlic, I do protective spell work and protective energy work for us all the time. And he was like, Well, yeah, it worked. We're alive and we should be dead. Right. So sometimes those energies that we're working with don't always, you know, look the way we're expecting them to look, you know, or they do work, but not in the way that we're hoping for them to. Um, So I love, I'm sorry, I didn't mean to cut you off, but I just love that so much because I think about how many times those of us that want to attract love into our lives that we are doing all the right things and then all of a sudden mm-hmm. we get frustrated and we decide to quit. Yes. And stop and just be like, this isn't working. You know, have you heard of the the phrase um, radical forgiveness? Have you heard of that phrase? Yeah. So the idea of radical forgiveness is, to my understanding taking yourself out of it, right? Someone did something terrible and hurt your feelings. And if you take yourself out of it and go, well, maybe this wasn't about me, right? Maybe I'm the lesson that they need to learn. Maybe this is about their journey, not my journey. Cause I'm with that person. That's always like, what can I learn from this? Which is awesome. It's awesome. And that's how we, you know, helps us to get over things. But sometimes things aren't about what we need to learn. We are uh, facilitators of lessons in other people's lives. So I think that's a really important thing to think about when you are trying to attract people, situations, opportunities, right? Because usually we have it in our minds that a situation is going to look a certain way right? I want to attract a new job. I'm going to make X amount of dollars a year. My commute's going to be 10 minutes or not at all. Um, You know, I'm going to have the greatest boss in the world and I can wear flip-flops to work every day and I'm going to make tons and tons of money and my life will be excellent. When really that's not the job for you. So you have, you know, it's the other situation that is like, you're right but the situation isn't the right situation for you because what you have in your mind isn't what the universe has planned for you. And I think it's the same when you're attracting people, whether or not it is a a romantic relationship, a friendship relationship, a business relationship, you know, listen, I, in in my subconscious, in, in the back of my head, I think I was trying to attract someone to inspire me to take a step in, you know, creating content and doing my own things, you know, but didn't know what that was going to look like. And then all of a sudden there's Rosie, right? I didn't know that I needed to attract this person into my life. And I attracted this person, this situation and this opportunity because of my book, which I didn't plan on meeting this person because of this book, right? So putting it out there, what you're looking for, And then being open 
to whatever that situation is. So from my perspective as a kitchen witch, how do you do that? Right. Cause that's all about the, how we could talk about this forever, but yeah. how, how do I do it? Well, yes. I do it by building up my confidence and foods that I would use to build up my confidence are things like, <laughs> don't laugh. Um, zucchini, um, bananas, anything that has masculine energy that sort of gives you oomph to, you know, traditional, uh, the traditional thought of masculine energy, right. That's sort of charging off into battle. I got this. And it's not really about, um, what's going on on your body, but it's about the energy of the sun, the energy of, uh, you know, light and dark versus masculine and feminine, um, traditional gender, um, energy, energy wise in my path, it's very, um, I don't, I don't know how to, I don't know how to put it without, you know, with, with staying inclusive, I don't know how to, how to put that. Um, but that's a traditional masculine energy of having that oomph, whether or not, however you identify your gender, there is a particular energy associated with certain planets, with certain foods. And these are the ones that are going to bolster your, your courage and bolster your, your, um, you know, your stick right? Yes. Um, so things like that, right? So if I know that I'm going into a situation for work that I need to be super confident and I've got to throw my shoulders back and as a short little Italian meatball, I walk into a business meeting with a bunch of old men and they look at me like I'm like, they're like, who is this crazy little girl with the, the dark hair and the nose ring? And, she, you know, and, and they're like, you know what I mean? Like they don't necessarily take you seriously when you walk right. into a boardroom to have a meeting with these people. Right. Um, so I've got to get as confident as I can. So working with the energies of foods that have masculine energy allow me to feed, to, to work with the energy, to get more confident. And I, so I might make myself, um, you know, a zucchini omelet and have a banana muffin on the side, because these are energies of foods that are going to help me have that confidence. And then I walk into that meeting, head held high, sh throw, shoulders thrown back, present myself in a confident way. And that op opportunity may open to me. And, mm. and again, not knowing what that opportunity could be. Is it about business? Is it about a friendship? Is it someone that's going to lead me to something else? I don't know. That's where I have faith right. in what I'm putting out. Right. Yeah. Yeah. That makes sense. So it's like prepare for the opportunity and be open to the results, be open to whatever may come from it because it may not be what you think. Correct. Now let's say I want to go into a situation where, uh, I want to get closer with some women that I'm friends with. Right. And maybe I want to get into a nurturing space so that I can be more, uh, connected to a female friend who may be going through something, right? Because attraction isn't just about new relationships. It can be about deepening relationships, right? So we want, you can have someone who you're tertiarily friendly with, and maybe you want to deepen that relationship. So I have a friend who may be going through some issues and maybe I want to get deeper in touch with my nurturing side so that I can be more supportive for this person. So now I would go 
and work with foods and the energies of foods that have more of a, a divine feminine energy, things that are so associated with the moon, like eggplant or, um, watermelon, for example, right? Cause it's a hundred degrees here in New Hampshire today. So I'm just thinking about watermelon. Um, but these are things that connect us with goddess energy, divine mother energy, right? And so I can take that energy into my being by working with these foods and eating these foods intentionally, uh, with, with the right, uh, visualization. And now energetically, I am in a place where I can be more supportive of this friend who is going through something, right? And then thus deepening that bond and creating more of an, I become more attractive as a supportive friend to this person. Does that make sense? Yeah. I mean, the whole foundation to it is the same thing. Become who you want to attract. Mm -hmm. Become who you want to attract. Be in the space of self-care and acceptance so that you can then attract that and i really do believe that like attracts like if you are in alignment with what you need to be doing and focus on what you're doing and taking care of yourself then those opportunities will be magnetized to you okay what i'm going to tell you is super gnarly the dirty little, not so dirty little secret about bedding is that while cotton might be the most popular fabric for sheets, duvets, and pillowcases, it is the most damaging to our planet. That's why I'm thrilled to introduce you to Etitude. By using 100% organic bamboo fabric, Etitude's sheets save 500 times more water than cotton and produce 52% less carbon emissions. And who isn't a fan of trying to save the planet? After I received the first set, I had to go back and order a second set, not only because I sleep warm and Tori doesn't, <laughs> he likes to be cool at night and the material was super cool and super soft. So unlike cotton, which consumes massive amounts of water, energy, and chemicals during production, Attitude uses organic bamboo. This is the most resource efficient plant on the planet. It's also what our floor is made of. So Comfort Attitude's 100% bamboo fabric has a unique silky smooth and feathery soft texture that is similar to silk. It delivers unparalleled comfort that actually feels better than cotton. Their passion is to provide the best quality of sleep in the most sustainable way. Attitude's organic bamboo fabrics are temperature regulating, hypoallergenic, antibacterial, and toxin free. Try any Attitude bedding for 30 nights. If you're not completely satisfied, return it for a full refund. Right now, you can get 20% off of your order plus free shipping when you visit attitude.com forward slash loved and enter promo code love. Remember, that's attitude as in eco attitude. Order today for free shipping and 20% off of your order at attitude.com slash loved promo code loved. CBD isn't about what you feel. It's about what you don't feel, stress, anxiety, pain, how many of us have ever suffered from one or maybe all three things? I suffered from debilitating panic attacks as a teenager, and I remember all I wanted was to feel better. And the moment that I switched my attention to focus on my health, I started to get to that space where I felt 
good. I felt healthy. I felt calmer. I'm grateful now that as an adult, I have access to different things that can aid me in those moments of anxiety, stress, and pain. Feels has become part of my nightly ritual, and it really allows me to have the best night's sleep. CBD naturally helps reduce stress, anxiety, pain, and sleeplessness. There's no hangover or addiction. Feels is a premium CBD that will help you keep your head clear and feel your best. It's hassle-free and delivered straight to your door. Just place a few drops of Feels under your tongue and feel the difference within minutes. The thing to remember about CBD is that finding the right dose is important and everyone's dose is different. In fact, Feels offers a free CBD hotline to help guide you to your personal experience so you can find the perfect dose for you. Joining the Feels Monthly membership makes your self-care easy. You'll save money on every order and you can pause or cancel anytime. So start feeling better with Feels. Become a member today by going to feels.com forward slash loved and you'll get 50% off of your first order with free shipping. That's F-E-A-L-S dot com forward slash loved to become a member and get 50% off automatically taken off of your first order with free shipping. That's Feels dot com forward slash loved this episode is brought to you by seed you are a super organism my friend there's an ecosystem of 38 trillion microbes living in and on your body they work symbiotically with your human cells seeds ds01 daily symbiotic is formulated to nurture your unseen and inner world so i'm a big fan of eating drying foods like dried fruit dried vegetables Lots of banana chips. And if any of you are familiar with Ayurveda, you know that drying food isn't really good for your digestive system. Now, I've taken probiotics before, but not like this one. So here's what I've learned so far. Not all probiotics are created equal. Seed created a broad spectrum two-in-one probiotic and prebiotic. This proprietary formula of 24 distinct probiotic strains is scientifically studied dosages. I was surprised to learn that many probiotics can't even survive the trip to your gut. Bacteria are sensitive to heat, oxygen, light, and moisture. To keep their probiotic bacteria safe and viable on their long journey through digestive acids, bile salts, and enzymes, Seeds DS01 Daily Symbiotic is nested in a capsule-in-a-capsule delivery technology to ensure precision entry through the small intestines to your colon. So basically just think, easier poops. Yep, I said it, easier poops. Tell me who doesn't enjoy an easier poop. I do. Start your healthy habit today. Visit seed.com forward slash loved and use code loved to redeem 20% off your first month of Seeds Daily Symbiotic. That's seed.com forward slash L-O-V-E-D and use code LOVED. Your gut will thank you for it. I love what you're saying about being prepared and nourishing your body well and understanding what foods and the things that you need to put into your body in order to feel that utmost confidence I'm, I'll go back to what I said about being on that train that's just going in a circle and in a circle and just not going anywhere yeah. and you feel like you can't get off. I think one of the main things for me that has helped has been to, I, I need to make things really small. So I'm, I go yeah. to, how can I break this down to its most basic experience? Right. Okay. I feel like I'm trapped. What am I consuming? What am I consuming? physically and what am I consuming 
mentally and energetically. And if I'm on my phone a lot and if I've been eating a lot of vegan junk food, you know, I'm a vegan junk food junkie. I will live off of potato chips are vegan. Yeah. Potato (laughs) chips are vegan. French Um, fries are vegan. I know how to make the best vegan brownies. I mean, you guys great recipes. Yes. There are some really delicious vegan vegan ice cream. Like I am a vegan junk food junkie. So I can, after a while, I mean, that's not really nourishing. And so I notice if I'm in a space where I feel like I'm spinning and I feel trapped, the first thing I do is I ask myself if I've moved my body. Have you Mm -hmm. gone for a run? Have you got on the bike? Have you gone for a walk? Have you done your yoga practice? Mm-hmm. And then I assess what have I been consuming lately? Maybe I'm inflamed in my joints because I've just been eating junk food. Sugar, sugar, yeah, sugar. All yes. day. Yes. And so going back to what you were saying, what a quick way to assess. Okay, if I know that eating zucchini, cucumber, and these really masculine foods is going to make me feel more confident, more grounded than I know that the next meal I have will will be those foods. I think the problem is that we get so complacent with how we feel. And most of the time, and I speak from my own experience, is you just want the day to end so that you can start over the next day. Mm-hmm. You want to fast forward the day. Oh, say, yes. Let's start tomorrow or I'll go to the grocery store tomorrow and I'll start then. But the problem with that is that you are reaffirming the same mentality that's already on it's almost as if you've hit the uh, go faster button on the train that's just Mm going to continue to spin you quicker Mm -hmm. people want access to stop the train or to stop what's happening instantly you take action get into your car or walk to the store i don't have a car so (laughs) get into your Do walk to the store, do whatever you need to do in order to fix it now for you to feel some respite now for you to feel that sense of calm. Now it could be as easy as listening to this podcast. Maybe you're getting motivated and you feel inspired. Go to the grocery store, get your, your foods in that Don's Mm going to tell you now what to do. (laughs) And you know, like get your your kitchen witchery on. Yeah, and and I think the last time we talked so much about um finding comfort. You know, yes. being in the pandemic and using food for comfort and learning that it's okay to love yourself. Yes. Um and love yeah, you know what, Rosie, it, there I think especially right now, um as we are transitioning out of the pandemic and we're also confused finding comfort in, you know, a giant vat of vegan french fries. I mean, I don't, I don't know. It sounds pretty fucking great to me. I'm just, That's delicious. I'm just saying like, I, I am a cheese fries, a whole, I'm not vegan. Um, <laughs> I, I could, I can literally drown in cheese fries and I would always take cheese fries over ice cream. Like any day of the week, I'm a savory person, not a sweet person. I'm a sweet. Oh my God. All the way. No, like I, if I had the choice between mashed potatoes or cupcakes, mashed potatoes, <gasps> like mashed potatoes, mashed potatoes. Um, in any case, uh, 
I think we talked a lot about that before and we're so much, um, and I think there's, there's place for that. And I think that you have to give yourself some grace to find that comfort and loving yourself with vegan, a tray of vegan brownies from time to time. I think that's okay. Especially in the situations that we're in right now, I think to not beating yourself up for that's it for, like you said, Oh, I'm going to start again tomorrow. As long as you actually start again tomorrow, if you are promising, don't be the person that breaks promises to yourself. Oh. Right. Like it just I mean, reaffirms the negative train correct. of thought. Yeah. How would you feel if the person that you spent the most time with had the most in-depth conversations with have been through everything in your life with keeps kept making promises and breaking them to you? Well, every time you break a promise to yourself, that's what's happening, right? So if you're promising yourself that tomorrow you're going to, that you're, that today is okay. I'm going to eat an ice cream sundae for dinner and I'm going to love, I'm going to love it and I'm going to savor it. And it's going to be the best thing ever. And ice cream is a, a dairy food and dairy foods are filled with joyful energy, nurturing energy, mothering energy. Um, you know, again, that goddess energy, that's great. Okay. But then tomorrow you're going to promise yourself that, you know, okay, we're going to eat, you know, a bunch of salads because we need to work on prosperity. Um, you know, we're going to eat beans for prosperity because we're feeling, you know, like, you know, we're feeling insecure in our finances. So we're going to eat those foods that are better for that. And they're also better for our bodies and our minds. Then keep the promise to yourself. You know, in, in my world, everything is energy, right? Specifically food and things that we're taking into our body. So, if you're trying to attract those new relationships and you're trying to attract, you know, deeper connections, you're trying to attract new opportunities. If you're lying to yourself about how you're going to get there, you're already putting yourself behind the able. You're never going to get there because you are not being honest. You're not being honest about what you want. You're not being honest about where you want to go. And then you're allowing your, your inner child to be like, well, I'm just, I don't care. I'm just going to get away with it. I'm just going to lie to you and do whatever I want anyway you can't do that. You, you yeah. just can't, you know? Yeah. Oh, I love that. So it's so true. I love what you said as well about the breaking the promises. I would never stand for Tori to break promises consistently. I would have left a long time ago. I would have been like, exactly. oh, not cool. Not okay. Yes. But for some reason, I'm not saying we can break up with ourselves. We can't. I mean, we can break. Up well, can't we though? Parts. I mean, I guess yeah. we can. I mean, yeah. We we can break up with the negative part of ourselves that mm -hmm. continues to perpetuate the negative spin or the negative cycle, the self-deprecating, the insecurity, the internal doubt. We yeah. can definitely break up with that. I just feel that if we can recognize, I, the key here I think is recognition and awareness. Absolutely. Right? Absolutely. If, yeah. If we can be aware that we are, and we, perceive it in a way we position it in a way just as you said as somebody breaking a promise I feel that we are way more vigilant to stand against that and to be able to take a stand and and change the thought pattern be able to make a different choice absolutely absolutely you know I know we're supposed to be talking about attraction, right? And I think when people people look at, at my book and they're like, oh, it's love and romance. You're talking about attracting a new boyfriend or a new girlfriend or a new romantic partner. And all of that may be true, but you can't attract. Okay. Don't we all know that person that 
keeps attracting the same partner oh, over yes. and over again, right? I'm Why do you my friend that keeps doing that? You know right. who you are. <laughs> Why do you keep dating the same person? You complain about that person. It's a terrible relationship. You're, it, you always have the same conversations. And then there's always, why does this keep happening to me? There's no one good out there for me. Well, first of all, have you thought that maybe you need to be a better partner for yourself? Like, how, how are you going to attract what you don't know? Right. Right? How are you? And also, we tend to to attract the things that make us comfortable. Yeah. So even when we're uncomfortable, if we're used to being uncomfortable, that is what we will attract because that's where we're comfortable, right? right. I have a friend. She grew up in a, a very weird household with some crazy stuff going on. And every guy she's ever dated, She's always said, I don't want to be in that same kind of relationship. I don't want to be in that same kind of relationship. And every person she has ever been with has been in that. She's had the same dynamic with that, with wow. those people. She and, and she has created that because she hasn't healed or started to attract, you know, the right or I write, I use quotes, the right, right. person for herself because she's comfortable being in a situation that makes her uncomfortable. Right. Right. That's yeah. why people break up with great people. Right. Yeah. They're like, well, this guy was great. Why did you break up with him? Ah, I don't know. It just didn't feel right. It didn't feel right. Cause you're used to be treating like garbage. Right. Yeah. Right. And the thing, the, the thing about believing that the grass is always greener on the other side. That's also a, we, we feel that what we have, we don't appreciate maybe because we've not learned how to appreciate it so we feel that there must be somebody better i mean that's a whole different conversation that's a whole different conversation the grass it's a whole is different green. conversation yeah the but, grass but, is green where you water it oh right the grass like is a green tweetable moment i want to be right like Oprah. Tweet, 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 tweet tweet the grass is greener where you water it if you're looking in your neighbor's yard and you keep watering their lawn and your lawn is you know okay be honest like my vegetable garden is I'm not growing vegetables this year because I cannot, I cannot, I'm terrible at it. Um, but if you're always watering your neighbor's lawn and you're ignoring yours, guess what? Yeah. The grass is going to be greener over there because that's where you're putting your attention. Okay. Put your attention in your own damn yard and your grass will be green too. Okay. That's okay. It. All right. And how do we do that for ourselves? How do we do that for our souls? We do that through kindness. We do that through self-love. We do that through, in my case, spiritual nutrition. We do that through the magic of food. We do that through spiritual practices like yoga and meditation, right? I mean, at the beginning of the pandemic, I had said to myself, well, that's, it's actually not, not true. At the beginning of writing the book, which was right before the pandemic, I started writing the book in December, 2019. And I got my manuscript in just before the pandemic hit. But I made a commitment to myself that the only way I was going to create this book and I was going to get through it was if I took care of myself better because it was so much work and I needed it to be so authentic. And I also needed to run my business while I was writing my book. How am I going to manage that? And the commitment, the promise that I made to myself was to do yoga every morning and to meditate every morning. So I created a routine for myself, just 15 to 20 minutes, not 
crazy amounts of time where I, every morning, did a, a small yoga practice, did a few minutes of meditation because I knew that's what I needed to calm myself, to get myself in the right headspace. I scheduled regular breaks because I knew that five minutes to make a cup of tea, I needed that break, right? Took care of myself, created the routine so that I could do all the things I needed to do so I could nurture myself so I could do or, or explore this giant opportunity. Yeah. Then the pandemic hit and I'd already established those good habits. And because of those good habits, even though I have lost my mind a few times <laughs> over the last year and a half, um, I feel like it's, I've, I've lost my mind less than I would have had I not already established those good habits in taking care of my spirit. You know, I think a lot of times the idea of taking care of yourself is cardio, <laughs> cardio, cardio, cardio. <laughs> okay. Oh, so true. It's like, right. Yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah. I used to be that person. Right. Oh, self-care. Yeah. I'm going to go get on the elliptical and do an hour of cardio. That's self-care. No, it was not. Me you know what? To get acupuncture and going to therapy. That was self-care. Yeah. And it fucking sucks. Yeah. You know what? Self-care. I got a tooth I need to have worked on like really bad. Like I, and I hate the dentist. I'm so afraid. Guess what? That self-care is uncomfortable. It hurts. Somebody's going to poke you where it hurts. Okay. Somebody's going to drill into the place where it hurts the most so that you can heal from it. Right. That is self-care, right? Therapy. Every time I have therapy, I feel like I get a migraine and my therapist is like, yeah, people think therapy's great. It is great, but it hurts like a bitch, right? These are the things that you need to do if you want to attract people, opportunities, jobs, relationships, friendships, a new car. If you want to attract the things in life that you want to have, you have to become the person that deserves those things, mm -hmm. right? Yeah. Nobody, yeah. nobody wants to hang out with a person who hates themselves. Nobody wants to hang out with, I said it in, in the book, I have this line that's like, um, do you want to hang out with Sally Sadsack? No. Do you remember that on, on SNL, there used to be this character, Debbie Downer? Oh my goodness. Yes. Right? Oh my God. That was one of my favorite Right. because I can relate so much to it. I've had people like that in my life. Yes. Everything's just like, oh, you're, you know, we're going to die, whatever. She, and then womp, the womp. Start. Yeah, totally. Yeah. I mean, I think I've been that person. Same. I think I was that person for a really long time in my life before I realized I didn't have to choose to be the victim all the time. Mm. Things weren't happening to me. They were happening for me, you know, and, and making those choices that, that, we do get to control our thoughts and our thoughts create our lives. So if, again, boiling it back down to the simplicity of kitchen witchery and spiritual nutrition, right? The base of our lives is food, water, air, and movement, right? If you're going to nurture yourself with movement, you also need to nurture yourself with food. You need to hydrate. These are imp important things, right? So learning to love yourself and giving yourself good food that helps you love yourself, like uh, leafy greens, um, garlic we talked about as a great protective food. But now let's the attraction foods. Let's have confidence. Let's have um, 
you know, let's have a glow. Let's learn how to be nurturing. Um, let's bond together. So let's have cinnamon and nutmeg and these beautiful spices that help us create bonding between people, you know, sharing experiences, you know, um, kinship foods, foods that help us to, um, you know, like bond over common interests, right? Sharing meals, which we haven't been able to do yeah. in such a long time, you know, as someone whose spiritual life is based on food and sharing food and cooking for people. I have to tell you a story. I have a friend right now who's very sick. She's, she's okay. She's not terminally ill, but she's going through some really rough um, medical stuff. And a bunch of us in our little local witch community are kind of banding together to, you know, help out, right? Cooking meals. She's got some farm animals. Some friends are helping on the farm and such. And although I am worried for my friend and I wish her the best and I'm hoping that she recovers fully, I am elated that I have been getting to cook for her. You know, I spent all day over the weekend on, on Sunday. I literally did nothing but cook meals to nurture this girl's health and happiness. So I made everything from like really healthy meals to like, I made a pizza and I made some muffins. And so to heal and nurture all different parts of her spirit and also her body, I haven't been able to do that in the longest time. Right? So if you want to like, let's say there's somebody you want to connect with, maybe you want to know who your neighbor is, right? What kind of neighbor would you want? in your neighborhood, would you want the neighbor who bakes a batch of cookies? You know what? Everybody wants that neighbor who's going right. to ba bake a batch of cookies, bake a batch of cookies, bring it over to your neighbor, right? Invite them over. If you see them in the yard and you're outside grilling, you know, connect to people through food, connect to yourself through food. That's the basis of kitchen witchery and using food to attract people and opportunities into your life. Oh. I love Are you that. hungry now? Oh yeah. I'm just like, oh, I can't wait to go to your house so that you can feed me. I'm just so you're coming. I, in my mind. I was already like, what kind of food is she going to make for me? Um, Don, <laughs> you are, you are you're the best and you're the best. I really can't tell you how honored and privileged I am to have had you on the show again and to know you. And I can't wait to actually be with you in person. Hopefully it's going to happen lets up um well dude i'm fully vaccinated oh well then we need to just make a plan i, I mean, what are we waiting for i don't know i don't know right. on that note while don and i make a plan to meet in person uh where can everybody go for more information ah yes thank you well i have started my own podcast yes because of Rosie and all of her amazing encouragement. Um, it is the Kuchina Aurora Kitchen Witchery Podcast, and it is found wherever you listen to podcasts. So um, we're on Anchor, we're on Spotify, we're on uh, iTunes. Um, and if you just Google, you just put in um, Kuchina Aurora, C-U-C-I-N-A-A-U-R-O-R-A. -A -A. Uh, it'll be me. And uh, right now I have a series up called Conversational Witchcraft. So it's 
me talking with all these other really great um, spiritual authors and talking about their journeys in witchcraft and the occult, which is a lot of fun. Um, you can find my book and the rest of my amazing kitchen witchery products at cuchinaaurora.com. I'm all over Instagram and Facebook at cuchinaaurora as well. So, um, and everything is, is my face. So, um, if you're watching this video, you see my face. Um, and if you're not watching this video, when you Google me, you'll see my you'll face. See her face. Yeah. And so everybody that's listening to this podcast, if you go to the info button, all of those links that Don just mentioned will be there. And I want to ask you again, the question that I asked you when you were just on is how do you feel radically loved? It's different now, isn't it? Uh, than the last time. I think now I'm feeling radically loved by people that are continuing to believe in my dreams. You know, people that have come out of the woodwork. I mean, when I was on the show the first time, the book was brand new. Um, and now there's people that have come out of the woodwork to tell me, you know, strangers, people I don't know that have said, I love your book. I'm cooking for my husband. We've rekindled our relationship because we made this recipe together, um, you know, and, and then they continue to support these dreams of mine, you know, um, and, and follow me and, and listen to the podcast. People like you who don't know me at all that have faith in me to do these things. Um, that feels really pretty radical because again, I'm that person that doesn't feel always like I deserve it. So I'm constantly working on taking that in, um, and always working towards being that person that other people see me as. So I think that is what's making me feel radically loved right now. Don, thank you so much. That was so beautiful. I, I mean, love you, Rosie. Thank you so much you. for having me. Thank you so much for being here. And everybody listening to this podcast, don't forget to subscribe, rate, and review wherever you get your podcasts and let us know what you thought about this episode. Hey, everyone. I hope you enjoyed this episode. I am so excited to continue to do this. Please share this with your friends. Email us, message us on Instagram at Rosie Acosta or on Twitter at Rosie Acosta. Subscribe on iTunes, write a review. We love doing this. So please help us continue to keep this podcast going. Thanks for listening.